Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, hello, loves. It is Bowerly. Hey, we made it to Friday on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, great to be with you. And it looks like uh, an altogether fine day, although uh, some wind is going to be coming uh, at us this weekend. So uh, there's always that. There's always got to be something and plenty of good things to do, musically speaking, in western New York this weekend. And I hope that you will avail yourself of the local vet. Who needs Ms. Swift when you've got local bands playing? at a much discounted rate who needs well i'm i'm just saying uh we might get into that a little bit uh, later on your must see concerts and i felt so bad last weekend because uh, as you know mike love from the beach boys was on uh, a week ago wait did i say mike love i meant to say my dear friend mike love of the beach boys and unfortunately uh i was unable to get to see the program uh, because it would have been unwise at that point to have driven a round trip of uh, about 140 miles to see uh, the Beach Boys, however much I wanted to see the Beach Boys. Now, I had started to talk about this topic yesterday, but I wanted to get into it today instead. No, not not the kidney stone topic. We'll, if you saw me out last night, that was the deal. Uh, we finally figured out what the back issue was. Had nothing to do with the back. Had everything to do with a 7-millimeter kidney stone, which I am not looking forward to, shall we say, uh, moving out of the body. It's always got to be something. And apparently, I am what they call a stone producer. Not a stoned producer. That would be Josh Schmidt on the other side of the glass here on News Radio 930 WBN as we totally impugn Josh's uh, integrity and sobriety at work. But uh, Joe Beamer had talked about this earlier this week, and I've been wanting to do this program, and I kind of alluded to it yesterday, and I would definitely like to do this program. And the program deals with tattoos. And yeah, we did this show. Oh, I did it several years ago. I know Joe recently did it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because tattoos are a very, uh, they're a very cyclical thing and a very interesting thing. Now, I was somebody, and again, I started to talk about this yesterday, but I was somebody who said, I will never, ever, ever get a tattoo. And it has nothing to do with being biased against tattoos. My brother had some magnificent tattoos, which I'm sure they really appreciated at the crematory at Forest Lawn. But <laughs> but uh, anyway, sorry, I digress. But anyway, I was always somebody who said, I'm never going to get a tattoo. 
Now, there are several kinds of tattoos. There are medical tattoos, and there are the, uh, shall we say, decorative tattoos. And the lady I used for my medical tattoo is somebody who designs... Uh, and again, we're all adults here, okay? And I'm not trying to be gratuitously offensive or salacious, but uh, the woman I used uh, basically does uh, artificial nipples for people who are breast cancer patients, and she does a magnificent job. And the problem that I ran into, and again, I have no shame about admitting this. There's no ego. There's no uh, embarrassment on my part at all, but uh, I, I lost my eyebrows. I don't know where they went. If you find eyebrows walking around western New York, they may very well be mine. But, no, I, I lost them. And it was it was the strangest thing because it, it's not like it happens overnight, typically. You don't just wake up in the morning and say, hey, I seem to have lost my eyebrows. It's a gradual process. Uh, happens over time. And finally, I realized, wait a minute, something is missing from my face. Aha, it is the eyebrows. So I was able to make contact with somebody who is a medical tattoo person. And I said, look, I don't need a pirate on my arm. I don't need a cockatoo on my arm. What I really need is just eyebrows. So again, I've mentioned this before. I mentioned it yesterday, but I decided, you know what? I, I, I cannot live without eyebrows. It's a really stupid look. So I called this young lady, and she did, frankly, a magnificent job with the eyebrows. It was two sessions. Uh, the first session was to make sure that everything was fine and that the skin adapted to the ink and all that stuff. And then the second one was just to uh, fill in what was missing in the original round of eyebrows. And... Uh, when I tell you that I have fake eyebrows, I have fake eyebrows. And again, it's nothing about which I am embarrassed. It is something that happened, and it was easily fixed. And frankly, my body at this point is, for the most part, impervious to pain. Um, what can I say? Over time, if, after you've had enough things done to your body, it's like, yeah, you know what? This is actually quite nothing. But frankly, I must tell you, having the fake eyebrows tattooed onto my face is probably one of the best things that I have ever done. And what I find hilarious about it is people think, oh, you got your hair cut short. And as a result of your hair being cut short, suddenly you look younger. But I know, and you now know, uh, it has nothing to do with the length or lack thereof of the hair. It had everything to do with the fact that I didn't have eyebrows. And now, once again, I do. And I don't see any problem at all with that. Uh, any more than I would see a problem with a breast cancer patient having artificial nipples uh, put on uh, the areas uh, that needed the artificial nipples. I see nothing wrong with it. It wasn't a question. I guess it was a question of vanity, but it was more a question of just basic appearances because I don't look very good without eyebrows. I don't think I don't think a lot of people look very good without eyebrows. But it got me to thinking about something that Joe Beamer had brought up earlier this week, and that is, uh, and I'm going to take some liberties here with what Joe discussed, and that is the tattoos that you got that you regret. And on the other side of the coin, there is a beautiful young lady I know. Yes, what can I say? They, they just come to me. It just happens. But there is a beautiful young lady I know who got a tattoo 
when she was very young. Technically, I'm pretty sure she was underage for a tattoo, but that's okay. And the tattoo is of a, well, it was of a flower. Uh, It was a decorative tattoo, and uh, it was in the, let me be very delicate and medical about this, it was in the pectoral region. How's that? The pectoral region. And you can use your own imagination as to uh, what that means. And she got it done when she was very, very young. And now she is, of course, still very, very young and very, very gorgeous. But um, she had the opportunity to have the tattoo taken off. But the problem is uh, whoever did it was apparently using the wrong laser for tattoo removal. So as a result, not only does this unfortunate young lady, although let's face it, she's very fortunate being with me, uh, but not only does this unfortunate young lady have part of a tattoo that she didn't really want anymore, but it turned into scar tissue. And I would be lying to you if I said she wasn't a little bit self-conscious about it. Now, look, personally, I don't notice it. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I have had in my lifetime um, a number of, shall we say, female friends who are breast cancer survivors. And I made it very clear up front that, you know what? It doesn't bother me in the least. I don't want you to be self-conscious about what the doctors did. You did what you had to have done, and I don't ever want you thinking that I believe you're anything less than beautiful because you happen to have some medical work done that resulted in some very severe scarring. And I just think that's the way to be. You can't help certain things. Certain things are uh, beyond your control, and you do what you can with them, but Gentlemen, all I'm going to say as uh, an individual who's been around the block a few times and then some is if you are with uh, a young lady or an older lady who is a breast cancer survivor, I would suggest without making a big deal out of it, I would suggest that you make it very clear very, very early that you know what? I don't even notice these scars. I don't want you to notice these scars. They're not a big deal to me because look, Women, and I I hate to generalize, and I certainly hope this isn't coming off as being misogynistic because that is not my intent whatsoever, but, um, you know, women tend to get very um, uh, sensitive about certain kinds of scars, and breast cancer scars are something, and if you are a survivor, you know that I know of what I speak, um, can, can leave a psychological impact on somebody because our society, for whatever reason, places, uh, I think, an undue value on, um, on female breasts. Um, and I think that the sooner you get that out of the way and the sooner you tell somebody, look, you know what, this doesn't matter to me, I think it it just basically what it does is it takes an elephant out of the room. Now, with the uh, young lady of whom I speak, uh, that was a voluntary, that was an optional tattoo that she had done, and she had it for decades and is in the process, for those of you in Canada, of having it fully removed. Now, whether or not it is going to be fully removed remains to be seen, but I really, you know, I don't care. Now, I have never quite understood 
the tattoo phenomenon in my lifetime. When I was a little kid, and maybe when you were a little kid as well, uh, there were a lot of people who had served in the armed forces. In particular, those of you in the United States Marine Corps, I believe it is a requirement that if you are to be a United States Marine, you must have a tattoo. But (laughs) growing up as a kid... um, there were a lot of World War II guys and a lot of Korean War guys who had tattoos, and they had a military theme. Sometimes they had a female theme to them, and that's all cool in the gang. And who who would I be to pass judgment on somebody? And the funny thing is, at least as far as my family is concerned, we were not really a, uh, a tattoo family. Now, my brother Billy, who is no longer with us, Um, he had a bunch of tattoos, okay? He was a tat guy. My brother Dick, of all people, and I still have a hard time believing this, and again, I'm not telling tales out of school, but my brother Dick, he actually had a tattoo of a, uh, I think it's a Fender Stratocaster, done on his forearm. Unfortunately, the tattoo artist wasn't much of an artist, so is it a guitar or is it a giraffe neck. I have no idea, but I I know it's a tattoo of some kind, but until I had the fake eyebrows put on, I was tattoo free. And no longer can I come to you on the air and say, yep, I'm tattoo free because I broke down and I had it done. Now, I have thought about and I, again, this is something I've mentioned many years ago, but I've thought about getting a uh, tattoo on the arm or possibly on my chest to commemorate the uh, heart attack that I had in December of 2017, the, from which I really should not have walked away, but somehow I managed to do it. And now that I've broken the seal, so to speak, on tattoos, I'm kind of wondering, gee, should I get another one? Would that make me look badass because everybody who knows me knows I'm such a tough guy. I'm such a badass. I say that very, very sarcastically. But I kind of want to know, like, what is the attraction with all of the tattoos that you have? Now, I'm not going to mention certain establishments, but there is a certain establishment I typically go to on a Sunday afternoon. And at that establishment, there are many young females who work there. And many of them are absolutely drowning in ink. They have more tattoos than I can even count. And I'm kind of wondering if, okay, it's one thing when you're 18, 21, 25-year-old and and you get a tattoo. But as you become older in life, when you hit your 40s and your 50s, any regrets about the tattoos that you had done? What do your tattoos symbolize? And look, a lot of people, and I respect this, a lot of people have tattoos done with the names of their spouse on the tattoo. And I think that is a beautiful thing because in addition to being formally married, uh, having the wedding ring, having the piece of paper, if you will, having the commitment, you are also displaying to the entire world, look, I am taken. I have a guy. I have a girl. And you have absolutely no chance of moving in. Unless, of course, you're a swinger and the tattoo is of a pineapple. Um, That's a totally different story altogether. But any regrets about tattoos? 
Tell us about your tattoos. And without naming the names of places you have been to, have you been successful in removing tattoos? Because unfortunately, one of the problems with getting a tattoo, which is focused upon which is focused upon your relationship, is um, relationships end. And even marital relationships end. They come to a screeching halt, usually when you least expect it. And there you are. You're walking around one minute, and you've got this awesome tattoo of a heart and both of your names in the heart and spelled out. Then the next minute you realize, wait a minute, this person is no longer a part of your life. No matter how long you, you could have been together for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever the case might be. But suddenly you realize, wow, this is kind of outdated. This doesn't make sense anymore. So I want to hear about why you decided to get a tattoo. How many tattoos do you have? And have you had any taken off? And why did you have the tattoo taken off? And again, this is the first time I've ever done this show as somebody who actually has ink on his body. And I look, I was the guy who came on the air the last time we did this show. And I said, look, one thing I know is I'm never going to get a tattoo. Well, hey, that came to a screeching halt when I realized I no longer have eyebrows. And using the eyebrow pencil, not, uh, not a lot of fun. Uh, not not a good time. Now, the phone number on News Radio 930 WBEN, and I love talking to you guys, and the phone calls this week have been absolutely stellar. You guys this week have totally kicked butt as phone callers to a talk radio show, namely this one. 803-0930 is the phone number. 803 803- 0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, uh, as you can tell by the voice, uh, I'm going to be off all of next week. The bad news is that uh, I was going to go on a trip, and I'm unable to go on the trip because it just, it would be not advisable at this point to go on a trip. If you saw me last night uh, out and about town, Uh, You could see that I couldn't really walk too well, and the reason is, again, the kidney stone, which uh, I I would not recommend kidney stones to anybody. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say it's as bad as childbirth. I wouldn't know because I have no basis for comparison. But, uh, yeah, I pretty obviously was in a, uh, a pretty bad way last night, and thank God I had my travel nurse with me to uh, assist me <laughs> to assist me in crossing the street and making sure everything was cool. So next week is uh, Voice Recovery Week on News Radio 930 WBEN. But today we're going to have some fun, and uh, don't worry about the voice. I feel... 200%, easily 200%. It's just that this uh, stupid voice nonsense is driving me a little bit crazy. Uh, but hopefully by next week, uh, that'll resolve itself and clear itself out. It's Bowerly, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. I can't wait to take your telephone calls because this week, you guys have been over the top with telephone calls. Like, awesome content of calls so your calls next on news radio 930 wben it is bowerly on a beautiful friday heading into a I don't know, a decent weekend in western new york don't go anywhere call from mom answer it 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Can never go wrong with Tom Petty, ever. It is uh, 2.36 at News Radio 930 WBEN, a show I've been dying to do. Apparently, this is the week where I've reached into my back pocket and I pull out a whole bunch of topics I've wanted to do. Now, Joe Beamer uh, talked about this earlier this week, but tattoos. Are tattoos a turn-on to you, whether you are a man or a woman? Are they a turn-on? Do you regret any of the tattoos you had? Um, how many do you have? Now, some people have no tattoos, and that was your humble host up until uh, several months ago, but I, I don't regard it as art. I regard it as a cosmetic situation, and I'm not the only person who has fake eyebrows. Now, the only problem <laughs> at first with the fake eyebrows is they were very very noticeable. And I was joking with uh, David Bellavia once on the air. I looked like Joe Pesci in the movie JFK where he played a guy named David Ferry. That, <laughs> they, were that, uh, they were that obvious, but uh, at, o- over time, uh, they kind of fade away. Let's get to the calls on WBEN 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, leading us off on the tattoo topic I've been dying to do is Paul in Tonawanda. Paul, you are on WBEN. Welcome to the program, sir. Thank you for having me on your program, Tom. First and foremost, welcome to the club of the ink people. <laughs> the ink people. You know, that sounds a lot better than... You know, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you, the one term that I hate, medically speaking, is for anybody who's had open-heart surgery, the zipper club. I always thought the zipper club... And I don't mean any disrespect to anybody when I say this. To me, the Zipper Club always sounded like a great name for a gay bar. <laughs> You're right with that one. That is the perfect name for a male gay bar. Oh, absolutely. So, you and I were about the same age. We're all the latter part of the baby boomers. So growing up in the 70s, you know, you see these people with tattoos. Got me interested in it. Um, I, I wanted my first tattoo before I was 18, but you couldn't do it in New York. So when I joined the service, first piece of ink I got was a Pegasus on my shoulder just after my 18th birthday. And I've been getting inked ever since to the point where I even had work done within the last few years. I have mm. both my arms completely done. I have a back piece and it's, just a story of my life. Different tattoos mean different things. Have I had tattoos that I regretted? Yes. 
Have I had them removed? Um, one tattoo I did get removed. It was my first wife's name. No, yeah. Yeah. Never. I know you said it. You know, if you're dedicated to your spouse, spouses can change. But your parents and your kids and grandkids never change. So that would be my recommendation if you want to put a name on you. So I had that one cut off. Before well, you know, it's it's wait. it's interesting. One one of the other topics I want to get into today, which kind of ties into that, is the whole uh, marriage topic. Because I did a, a Facebook post earlier this week on the summer of 2023 being the summer of breakups. I cannot even begin to tell you how many people I know who have been through breakups, including, of course, the Prime Minister of Canada, uh, Mr. Trudeau, Prime Minister Trudeau. Oh, that hurts. Well, he's well. He's going through a uh, going through obviously a separation uh, situation, uh, and uh, you might recall if you are a regular listener to the show. My advice to anybody is if somebody says, "Oh, I'm separated," you stay away from that until everything is final and the ink is dry. No pun intended. Yeah, because it can go that that whole situation can go sideways within a second. Oh, when separated. You are oh. preaching to the choir, my friend. You are oh, preaching to the choir. So been the, there too, myself. Well, the the other well, everybody everybody has been. But as far as the other tattoos that you might have come to regret, um, please tell me you didn't have a Betty Boop tattoo. No, I I did not have a Betty Boop tattoo at Thank all. God. No Betty Boops. None of the pinups or anything like that. The, the tattoos that I have have personal meaning to me. Um, like on my back, my back piece is my life story. It has, you know, when I lost my mom, or excuse me, my dad and my stepmom, I had their initials put on my shoulder in a dove so they could look after me. I've got uh-huh. my grandkids on the back. I used to, I was in the service. So I was a Navy. Of course, being in the Navy, you got to be inked. Just like the Marine Corps, and yes, I've that, got you know different things on my back from places that I've been within my life. Um, could you elaborate on that a little bit? And by the way, if you're joining us late, we're talking about tattoos, the ones you have, maybe the ones you have regretted, what caused you to get inked, how many do you have, and eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty and one eight hundred six one six W B E N the phone number. Now, as somebody who is a member of the Inked Club, and I never thought, my friend, that I would ever come on the air and say, "Guess what? I have tattoos now." Uh, for reasons I have previously elaborated upon during today's broadcast. But um, are are there any that you, for whatever reason, have come to regret? And how many tattoos would constitute too many tattoos? Because amongst guitar players, that's an old expression. There's an old expression that goes something like this. How many guitars is too many guitars? Just one more is the answer to that question. Just one more guitar. Same thing with tattoos. It's for those people who who enjoy ink, and a lot of us who do get ink, we consider, consider that as part of therapy to help us relax. And, you know, something's going bad. It's ink therapy. Hmm. And there is never anything that says too many tattoos, as far as I'm concerned. There's but always should... that next one. Paul, just out of curiosity, um, as somebody who is a veteran at being inked, um, are there certain tattoos where if a woman sees them on you or if you see them on a woman, 
uh, their automatic turnoffs. I'm not talking about tattoos in general, but specific themed tattoos. Well, I mean, the ink is an expression of the person, so I really wouldn't be turned off on seeing that until I find out why did you get that. You know, it may be mm-hmm. something that I wouldn't get, but it has personal meaning to that person, so you have to respect that. I mean, you wouldn't get a tattoo of, I don't know, Bowerly. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. So, you know, it, it, it all depends on the person. I mean, there are these tattoos that are done by non-professionals, those oh. are the turnoff. I mean, the nasty ink tattoos. I mean, guys who think they're artists, but they're not, you can just tell. It's the bad tattoos that are a turnoff. But the ones that are done professionally and are well, it's a piece of art. So how can you really be disgusted with a piece of art? Um, I, You know what? I have a hard time arguing with the logic uh, that you are putting forth here on the program because uh, art is a very subjective thing. And some people prefer Picasso. Some people for, uh, prefer Tarkai. Some people prefer Rembrandt. It's a very subjective thing. And the same thing, Warhol. I think, is... Or yeah, or Andy Warhol, and oh, except Warhol wait, is there, you know, you you didn't you didn't get a whole bunch of Campbell soup tattoos, did you? No, but okay, I just, appreciate the artwork of Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. So, um, would you say, and this is something that uh, I want to ask other people as well, would you say that getting tattoos is kind of like an addiction? Yes, it is. Now, you called it ink therapy, I believe, before. Can you explain what you mean by ink therapy? Well, with ink therapy, during the process of getting tattooed, I mean, it's, you know, with the needle and stuff, you're, you're thinking about what is actually happening to your body, what's going on to it, and it gives you a little bit of endorphins. You know, you're in a euphoria state at sometimes, too. It's just, it's like a natural high. Um, the, the most involved tattoo you have ever received of what was it? The most, um, the one that probably took the longest to do was I have a Gaelic cross on my back and I picked out that cross. I just, uh, being being of Irish descent, I went into an Irish store, saw that cross. I said, that is something I would like to get inked. Took a picture of it, took it to my artist, and he did it. And that had so much meaning to me because of it bringing in my heritage. And I showed the, I looked up the, the actual cross and found out what county it was from. And that was the actual county that my ancestors came from. It just popped to me. So that means so much to me. I, I can understand why. Now, you, you say you've, you've got, like, both arms totally sleeved up with ink? Yes. My, my, my left arm, or excuse me, my right arm has got Greek mythology into it, and, and each piece ties in together. My left arm is um, of a Polynesian nature because of being in the military and being stationed in the South Pacific. Right. Nothing of Easter Island, right? None of the uh, Easter, no Island Easter Island tattoos? No, no, no. I didn't get any of that. 
So it, as, it, it, just out of curiosity, and I don't mean to ask you a question at a left field here, but one of the movies of which I have talked frequently is uh, a movie, actually I ended up buying it, it was so good, The Outfit. Have you happened to, see, uh, have you happened to have seen the movie The Outfit? I have to watch it now. If you're recommending it, Tom, I will watch it. Well, let me let me tell you, I've said before, if Alfred Hitchcock were alive today, he would have made the movie The Outfit. It is that great. And without uh, being a with, without trying to give you a plot spoiler, uh, there is a very awesome scene at the end of the movie where this innocuous, very genteel tailor, actually he's a cutter, not a tailor, but he reveals his tattoos, which is metaphorical because he was showing the bad guy who wanted to do him in that he was not somebody with whom to be trifled because basically every time he did a hit for the old London mob, which he used to be associated with back in the day, uh, he would have a tattoo put on to commemorate the hit. So it was metaphorical because he was showing the Chicago bad guy, hey, look, yeah, I, I know I might look like I'm a pushover, but I am a natural-born killer. You want to stay away from me. I got to see that movie now. Oh, it is uh, it, it, it is a sensational movie. It is uh, an acting clinic. Mark Rylance is in it, Simon Russell Beale, Johnny Flynn, and uh, Zoe Deutsch, just a whole bunch of amazing actors. Of all of the tattoos that you have on your body, the one you look at all the time and say, you know what, this is my favorite, what would it be? Of all, to say that this is my favorite, yeah. I would have to say the tat, the tattoo that's over my heart for my firstborn son. Every time I look at it, even though he is a grown adult now, I, it brings me back to when he was born and just all the great memories for that. And no regrets at all about any except the one of the uh, previous lady. Well, there, there. If I had a regret about any ink that I did, I just get it covered up, and yeah. away it goes. So <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of funny, uh, because uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, uh, relationships don't last forever. Uh, by the way, have have you been on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page at all? Not recently, but well, uh, I, will... I think you should. I think you should go there because, well, no. One of the things that's interesting, if you scroll down a little bit, um, again, talking about the summer of '23 being the summer of breakups, the number of people who have said they will never get married, marriage is an outdated institution, and they're very happy being single. I don't know whether it is a defense mechanism or whether they're absolutely clear as to the fact that they're not going to get remarried. Oh, I'll take a look at that. I, um, The relationship I am in now, we are perfectly happy not being married, and it's just great. We've both been down that path, and this is uh, the way we decide to choose to live our lives now. Well, I mean, if you want to live in a hedonistic, other, yeah. uh, hedonistic, oh, yeah. uh, in sin fashion, that's your business, sir. If you want to rot in hell for eternity, I mean, who am I to say? 
I will rot in hell. I'm being, I'm being totally, I'm, I'm, being hell, totally I'm in hell now, so it can't be any better. <laughs> I'm being totally a jerk. Uh, well, thank you, sir, for your know. tattoo for your tattoo stories. If I ever run into you out in public, you can show me your tattoos, as long as they're not too intimate. And if that's the case, we'll do it at Como Lake Park. They they won't be, well, I thought, I thought you did uh, Ellicott Creek. Now you're at Como? Well, what it's a different you... place now. Ellicott Creek got a little bit warm, so the, the okay, people switched okay. over to Como Lake. Yeah, so okay. it, got, it is got, what it is. One, and we'll probably run into each other at one of the nerds' shows. Well, <laughs> po- possibly, possibly, or perhaps uh, back to the bars or... Maybe uh, back to the bars, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really good uh, as well. Uh, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate the phone call. Talking about ink, uh, Joe Beamer did a show like this earlier this week, and I thought to myself, this is an awesome topic, and I need to do it. And what is different about today's program, unlike any other show I've done about tattoos, is for once, the, this is the first time I've come on and done a show about the fact that I am now part of the inked community. Yes, the inked community. But in all fairness, it is fake eyebrows, and it was done basically as permanent makeup because your face looks so much better with eyebrows than without eyebrows, and I lost mine. Seems to run Seems to run in the family. Uh, let's get back to the calls on uh, WBEN. I love this topic, by the way, in case you couldn't tell by the tone and inflection of my voice. Let's go to... Uh, Jean, or would that be Jean, on a cell phone? Uh, I'm going to guess it's Jean. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hi. Um, I just wanted to talk about the uh, scars for the breast cancer. Yes. Um, it's something that is always with you. You can never get away from it. Um, you can't just get over it. Uh, very hard to move on. Um, I'm sure my uh, cancer survivor sisters will totally agree. Um, it's just always there. So. But do you agree, Gene? See, I'm just, I'm a dumb guy, okay? I understand that. I'm a stupid man. But to me, um, early on in a relationship with somebody who is a breast cancer survivor who may have some pretty nasty scars, I think it's very important to make reference to the fact that, you know what, I don't even notice them. I don't want you to be self-conscious about them because I think they simply add to your beauty. So don't even give it a second thought. I'd like to think that that adds some degree of intimacy and genuineness to the relationship. Do you have a problem with that at all? Uh, Well, there has not been a relationship since I've gotten them. So I can't answer that. But Okay, (laughs) Let's just let's just do a hypothetical. Let's say that you're in a relationship with a guy, and the first time he sees you in a state of nature, would you not appreciate it if the gentleman said, hey, you know what? I don't even notice this. I don't want you to think twice about it. It doesn't matter to me. Would you appreciate that? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Um, I would definitely like that. If I could find somebody... That would do that. That's fine. Just I kind of have not been out in the looking world, so. Well, I'll tell you something. It's a pretty ugly place to be. Yeah. 
in, in 2023. Yeah, you'd think it would be easier, but uh, it's it's not. Uh, but as far as the uh, situation involving your scars, um, without, again, I, please understand, I'm asking you this question and I'm not trying to be gratuitously gross or, you know, hey, let's see what I can get away with uh, from the FCC. But do you have the artificial nipples uh, as part of your physiognomy? I did, um, but then the implant went under my arm. And so I had it removed, and I was going to get another one, but I decided every t- uh, everything that I've been through, it's like, nope, I just can't do it anymore. Um, totally understandable. Was- and then on the left side where I did have the cancer, I tried with the implants and twice, and they did not uh, take, and I had two massive infections. Mm. So there's nothing they could do on the cancer side. So, so the one the one scar on the left side is pretty narrowly. So, but. well, I mean, but here's here's the thing: uh, as somebody who is a breast cancer survivor, and uh, anybody who listens to the show knows that I know quite a number of breast cancer survivors. Um, I just think it's very important very early on to make it very clear to your new partner that it's not a big deal and that they ought not to worry about it, they ought not to be self-conscious about it, that you consider it a sign of beauty, toughness, and resilience. Um, I think that's the way to deal with that. Oh, definitely. I have been a survivor for, it'll be 11 years, so... Um, well, so, God, yeah, God bless you. Thank you. It was a rough road. So, uh, and I, pre- I presume that you're off of the tamoxifen by now? Um, I did not have to take that. Oh, good for I, you. I did chemo. I did surgery. I did radiation. Um, yeah, so I did a double mastectomy right away. Um. I wasn't going to fool around. They said it would be a 5% chance on the other side, and that was too much for me. So, Understood. Understood. Well, I think you're a very brave lady, and uh, I'm sure that you, obviously, being a survivor of breast cancer, you are aware of the number of women, for some reason, in western New York who have been uh, breast cancer survivor. I've lost track of how many women I've known who have been breast cancer survivors. But one of the things that I happen to think, and I'm not exactly the world's most sensitive guy, but I think it's very, very important early on for a man, or if you go the other way, I really don't care, for anybody, anybody who's in your life, just to make it really clear that you don't care and that you applaud them for surviving and having the will to survive, having the will to survive. That would be awesome. I, you know, yes, I do get, I do get in those, you know, I'm okay. I got this. Right. Um, most of the time it's like that, but yes, I do have my bad days. Well, my love, if you have something else to say, be happy to talk to you uh, following the news on uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, seriously, folks, it's not you know it's not a question of giving a fake or a uh, a false compliment. 
but put yourself in the position of a breast cancer survivor. Um, in our society, women, um, you know, we, we place this inordinate value on a woman's breasts, and a lot of women derive their identity from breasts. And if you can reassure the woman in your life who has survived breast cancer that it's not a big deal to you other than the fact that you applaud and respect them for having persevered. I think that goes a very, very, very long way. I've seen it happen in uh, my own life, and I think you'll see it happen um, in, in your life. But you've got to be you got to be sincere about it. You can't just BS. you got to be sincere. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.